all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, everybody. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to another episode of Relevant Important Topics. The topic today is Pauline Rejectors. Let me get right into this, man. Uh, man, this last video is getting as worse as I thought Christy Burke <laughs> had a lot of errors and ignorance of the word of God. But these so-called scholars or who they are, you know, these three men is way out of whack. Now, I'm going to play back what this last guy, his name is Payne, said. I'm going to play back what we left off at when he said that uh, the mix up between the Christian Jews and the the, uh, the Christian Gentiles, which I don't know what he's talking about with that. And then he said, oh, you could just say denominations or something like that. One of them said that. Let's go back. Let's let me make sure I'm not misquoting. I don't like to misquote nobody. Let me let's go back. some. or two denominations, Jewish Christians and Gentile Christians. Observe Jewish dietary policies or going to the synagogue on Saturday. As a result, there developed what we call today... Let me pretend we go back. Let's get back in context. So that he admitted Gentiles without circumcising them, without requiring them to observe Jewish dietary policies policies okay so let's i want i want to make sure see i like to be fair i, I like to give i don't want to use a person as a straw man I, I don't like that i hate that so i like to make sure i really heard what someone said before i elaborate on it okay it was still bad <laughs> what he said in plain uh paraphrasing this other man that paul when he went out there on his own to the gentiles he did not teach the Gentiles the right, correct Jewish laws of circumcision and dietary programs. That's a big error in itself. You know, the Gentiles was never under the law that was only required for Israel. But I'm trying to get through this, okay? Uh, 12 minutes. Wrong right there. It was a reason why they didn't, you know, it was not required for the Gentiles. But anyway, let me go forward. And that's what made the confusion start off between Jewish Christians or Jewish or Gentile Christians, which is not spoken of in the Bible at all either. I don't think it's in nobody's translation, let alone the King James. And then he mentioned denominations. So he was saying, or, the, or their denominations. So you see all these terms, Christian terms and denomination terms. It's not biblical. It's reading into you modernly, you're using your modern terms especially denomination, and reading it into the old ancient takes of the word of God, which is a big error. You won't get nowhere with that. Not only is your doctrine mis uh, confusing or, you know, you don't understand what you are saying, you know, you are putting a modern term denomination in the ancient terms and stuff like that to just clarify why Paul was doing what he was doing. You already accused him already. 
by your thinking, your feeling. So you already accused him that he was doing wrong because he didn't tell the Gentiles about the circumcision and the dietary laws anyway, which was not required for Gentiles anyway. Okay, so let, let me let him finish. Let me let this finish. It's only a few minutes uh, longer, which is, thank God. Or going to the synagogue on Saturday. As a result, there developed what we call today two confessions or two denominations, Jewish Christians and Gentile Christians. But it took a long time for that bifurcation to take place. A lot of the so-called Gentile Christian church were Jews, but they didn't continue observing Jewish practices, thanks to Paul. But the, the point that I'm making... I don't know, it's Paul's fault. See, mo and according to way he's interpreting this, most of the Christians was Jewish Christians. Most of the so-called Gentile Christians was Jewish Christians. I, I don't know where he's getting this from. I, I really don't. I can't really elaborate on that much because it's so out of whack. It, it's just so out of whack. It does not make it. Where are they coming up? See, this is a lot of reading in too. This is a lot of reading. That's, that's, that's the problem when you read into things. And the sad thing about it, people who's listening to this will follow it and believe it when they don't understand the Bible or they don't know how to rightly divide. They could be reading the Bible for 20, 30, or 40 years, but if you don't know how to rightly divide and you don't know the difference between uh, not so much Jews and Gentiles, but prophecy and mystery and two programs, this is what you get. <laughs> Just imagine the ones that follow them that's believing this. Okay, let me continue. Thinking is that Jesus says, I'm here for this, and Paul says, I'm here for that. Jesus says, you change absolutely nothing and, and he brings it to a, an extreme uh, degree. And Paul says, we don't have to obey those cursed laws. Jesus has free. You see how he twisted it up. This is very important. I'm interrupted because I want the ones that don't understand to fall for this. You see how he just twisted it up. He said, Jesus said, follow this and don't do that in some way. But Paul said, no, we don't want to do it that way. We're not going to follow these somewhat laws and stuff like that. He See how he just uh, put Paul against Jesus? He put, in other words, what he's leading towards, and a lot of them are leading towards, they're saying Paul disobeyed Jesus. He made up his own gospel. He made up his own thing of what they're doing. That's what they did. That's what they're saying. So just like I said about that young lady, what they are doing is the same thing I was saying that she was doing. You are not pending so much Jesus against Paul. Yes, in reality, yes. But it's also you pending Jesus against Jesus. Jesus earthly ministry against Jesus heavenly ministry. Because all what, what Jesus taught in his earthly ministry and what he taught in his heavenly ministry through Paul, it's the same Jesus. It's just a change of script. But it's the same Jesus. It's another administration. But it's the same Jesus. You see what I'm saying? So it's not a contradiction with Jesus. It's a con man's contradiction of understanding what's going on between prophecy and mystery. You, you, you follow me? See? You see how messed up that is why people are confused when you just use Paul, you use a straw man, and then you read into things, and the straw man is not there to defend itself, to explain to you what's really going on. And there... Uh, way of ignoring this thing is they just won't believe and teach Paul's 
and believe what Paul's teaching is. They just saying this is Paul. And the reason, the number one reason they do this, because Paul's teaching is so different than the law. Paul don't teach the Torah. Paul do not teach the book of Moses unless he's explaining how what was going on then. Paul te- don't teach the same way in Jesus' earthly ministry or the apostles. Jesus didn't fulfill their Messiah, Messianic call according to them. So it's many reasons, you know, why they don't trust Paul and don't follow Paul because they don't understand the two programs. They don't understand the difference between Paul's message is a mystery that was never told in the Bible. That's why they don't know nothing about it. They only know about the prophetic message. They only know that was prophesied. They only know about the law. They only know about the Torah. Remember, Paul's message was a mystery. It's, called, it's a hidden mystery. And the majority of the Jews don't know anything about that because they will not read his teachings. They are sold out on Judaism. And anything different, they will consider this person a false teacher. You, you understand what I'm saying? That's why they want to accept Paul's teachings and uh, uh, Paul's 13 letters. They will not accept that. Let me continue. Freed us from them. And of course, that's not what Jesus said. Let me go back here. I've got to miss that. Uh, degree. And Paul says, we don't have to obey those cursed laws. Jesus has freed us from them. And of course, that's not what Jesus said. You know, he said, yeah, but that's not what Jesus said. See, how do you know what Jesus said? Now, you're not going to believe that Jesus said that through Paul because you don't believe Paul's teachings anyway. That means if you listen to the Apostle Paul and you believed, let me listen closely, that Jesus was using Paul and talking through Paul, you wouldn't make no idiotic you know, message like that because you would know Jesus is talking through Paul. If you understood and believed that Jesus was talking through Paul, you would know when Jesus said the law is not for the Gentiles, you would know this is Jesus talking to Paul, but by you not accepting the heavenly ministry of Jesus or Jesus being the Messiah, the Messiah you're only going by the earthly ministry. See, if you only keep Jesus in the red letters, and you only keep them in the four Gospels, you have something to fall on because Jesus fulfilled the law and he, he, he was born in the law and he was against anything outside of the law. Yes, that's Jesus' earthly ministry. So if you stay embedded in the, the red letters and the Matthew, Mark, Mark, Luke, and John, and that's all you know, and you're not letting Jesus out the bus because Jesus is all through the Bible, and you keep them there and you only let leave them in the law and the prophets and the red letters, you know, especially the red letters. That's all you know. That's all you know what Jesus taught. That's why he said what well, Jesus never said. No, Jesus never said that in his earthly ministry before his finished work. But uh, the finished cross is when Jesus revealed this hidden secret to Paul about the, don't follow the law anymore. But if you don't believe what Paul is saying because you don't understand or want to accept the mystery or the hidden message that was revealed to Paul by Jesus, you won't see that. 
So it's easy. that's why he said Jesus never said that. He's going back. Jesus never said that in his earthly ministry, which is true. But that's the kingdom program. That's the law. That was not allowed. The law and the uh was the number one thing for Israel, which he missed out too. Of course, that was the law. You putting Jesus kingdom program into Jesus heavenly program, Paul's message and saying Jesus didn't say that. You see how confusing this can become? Confused and ignorance of prophecy and mystery. Let me get this out the way. Remember, the word apostle was reserved for those who were with Jesus and witnessed his doings. Paul claimed to be an apostle, and the Christian church calls him an apostle. Even though he was not involved or even knew Jesus, he had Remember, I talked about the last show, Claim. Here's another person saying Paul claimed. Whenever you hear that person say Paul claimed, usually they're anti-Paul. They don't believe who Paul said he was. Remember that when a person say, oh, this person claims in kind of that way, they make sure you hear the part claim. In other words, it's, they, it's false to them. They don't believe it. I just had to bring that for the ones that don't understand or just tuning in. When you hear that, especially referring to the Bible and you have because Andy Stanley, Charles Stanley uses type a little in your windows like that sometimes, meaning he's not fully on board of believing that he's trying to be careful. So when a person usually say claimed, it's unbelief. They don't really believe it. I just wanted to get that out there. He had died long before Paul. Well, if you take uh, the conventional Christian Lutheran sort of a view of, of Paul, he is uh, a convert from Judaism to Christianity. Paul not only becomes a follower of the sect he persecuted, but imagines himself to be an apostle and an authority on Jesus. Okay, sect. That's how they see Paul's teaching, as a sect. And when you use the word sect, S-E-C-T, that's not a good thing. You're using it for derogatory, negative, or even demonic, or even occult. So you see where they stand on Paul. I just want you to understand that. Sect, occult, false teacher, false messiah. That's why they, that's how they're looking at Paul. Out of nowhere, the guy says, you know, I'm not only a Christian, I'm an apostle. I'm on the level with the, the guys that Jesus actually taught. And uh, he, uh, however it happens, he doesn't say in the epistles, uh, the uh, stories in Acts of the Damascus Road are transparently borrowed from the conversions of uh, Pentheus and Euripides the Bacchae and uh, uh, Heliodorus in Second Maccabees chapter 3, well-known works of the time. Okay. <laughs> wow. Did y'all catch that? This is straight out just anti-Paul. In other words, they don't believe none of Paul's teaching. And then their rebuttal of Paul's teaching is so bad. It just shows more and more, if you know how to rightly divide God's word, the ignorance of these people. They almost getting as bad as Christie. She might have got some of her belief out of this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And remember, I was talking about the book of Maccabees and Apocrypha that a lot of people like to use. And I believe a lot of them. 
all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. Henson Shaving.com slash holiday.